There's tension in Te Uruwera where work is underway in the remote rugged country to strip, dismantle and burn down backcountry dock huts. 15 are gone and another 33 are set to be removed by December. Eventually replaced, according to the local iwi, with modernised eco-accommodation. Trampers and hunters say they've been dismissed without any details or timeframes. Katie Todd has the story. A scene of solidarity in the town of Taniatua in the Bay of Plenty this morning as 200 nature lovers gathered, banners and signs in hand for a protest organised by local farmer John Brown. So we've got land search and rescue, we've got ex-doc, we've got uh, people from the lions, ex-contractors, helicopter operators, local parker. We all use those huts, we don't see the logic. The small town perches on the outskirts of the expansive Te Urawera. A treasured piece of native forest, a mecca for hunters, hikers and anglers. But overnight missions into the bush just became more challenging. Fifteen dock huts have been purposely dismantled and razed to the ground. Another 33 are set to go by December on the tramping network Ray Walker and his family have enjoyed for decades. We've come and spent hundreds and hundreds of nights in these huts and they've become part of your life and lifestyle and our families have associated in there and brought our kids up in there and um, and this has existed since the mid-60s so now TUT are wanting to pull these huts out or destroy them. And it's done to rip the heart and soul out of out of Tiwa from a Manahiri or visitor's perspective. The idea is that of Te Uru Tomatua, also known as TUT, which is the operational entity of Iwi Nai Tuhoi. It took over the care of Te Uruwera from dock in 2014. It claims the huts are worn, leaking and needing replacement, some of them even rat-infested. That's disputed by protesters. John Brown says the ones he's recently visited are leak-free and structurally sound. And Waimana man Robert Fleming says if the iwi can spare the resources to bowl them, it could easily have kept up the maintenance. It's uh, it's PR, you know, you, you yeah, you get rats in the huts at times, but they've... Um, that's very easily controlled, and I visited uh, two of the huts just in the last month, and they're not, they're not rat-infested by any means. Robert Fleming has dedicated years of his life to pest trapping and hunting in Te Urawera, years he worries are now going to waste. And the, the pest program has been all but let go, unfortunately. John Brown fears health and safety of hikers and hunters could also be compromised. Um, I've heard stories just today, just this morning, uh, three stories of um, different people who's, who've had their lives saved because those huts were there, been lost and gone onto a track and uh, ill prepared. But if the huts weren't there, they'd probably be dead. The iwi says replacement huts are in the works, but exactly what will be built and when is unclear. A post on a Facebook page run by TUT this month suggests new accommodation could be built in two to three years, but says things like pandemics, wars and inflation make you shy to commit to time frames. Fakatane man Ray Walker asks, where's the consultation? There's no plan, no, no point of discussion. So really at this point what's required is to stop this thing happening and sit around the table and come up with a plan and then add to that plan and um, just try and um, come up with a, a bit of middle ground. 
Conservationist and former dock ranger Pete Shaw is also appalled that a deal seems to have been done behind closed doors. That model that's been used for cold governance in Tūtawera at the moment is broken. It's not working. It's failed the species. It's failed the access. And by taking those huts huts out, you're disconnecting a lot of tūhoi. Doc referred all RNZ's questions to Nai Tūhoi today, who did not respond to requests for comment.